like, all right, I, I think that this is all just a step in helping us remember for real. Like, I don't think that this is the end all. It's just another, another like, you know, like how okay. to break down the wall. <laughs> how do you think we can actually do some applicable things to remember? Uh, I think that meditation, like just like Mahatma Gandhi, you know, I mean, sorry, just like Buddha. Like, I think that the, I think looking at our soul are, and really going through that whole like process. Mm -hmm. like facing like, ourselves. Facing ourselves in, in any form that we can to just kind of remember and re like just doing more connection to, I don't know, like to, to above and below type of things. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's what I think, but I don't really know. Yeah. And I, and I also, I sometimes I, I, sometimes it's a phase thing, but there'll be times where I'll do anything not to meditate, even though I know I want to meditate today, but I'll just like, Oh, well, but uh, oops, let me go get a glass of water first, or let me do this first, or, Oh, oops, I got to do it. Like, I mean, you just anything not to sit down with myself. And right. even though like, it's a dichotomy within myself, like this war that the one's going like, go meditate, sit down and meditate. Right. And the other one's just like, I will, I will. But first, let me I gotta clean up my room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, let's yes, let's do something else first. Or oh wait, let me just do this little text. Or right after I do this, yes. you know. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like I'll start my diet tomorrow type of thing. You know, it's like the same thing. Actually, Joe Dispenza talks a lot about that, and he does that meditation. And one of the things that was connected to this, well, when I think about like his work, was um, the space. Like he does a lot of the meditations of like thinking of the space between the walls, you know, so like if you're in a room, like what's the space and you're supposed to focus on the space and like the non-physical things, because that's going to get us into our brain into this other like theta or beta or whatever wave that's not our usual um, analytical mind and get us above mm -hmm. our analytical, analytical mind. So that's one thing. But the other thing, which you just mentioned that he says, it's like we have to become greater than ourselves because just at the point where he said that he scientifically looked at these brain waves, right? So he's seen how synapses happen and how neurons connect and how deprogramming um, happens and reprogramming of things that you want to do, new habits that you want to make happen. So he's actually studied it scientifically and he works with like a group of people doing this. Anyway, they say that like right before um you get to that level where you actually make a change your body and your brain is, is going to release all of these chemicals to make you stay the same and so that gets uh, to that and and so there's actually chemicals releases that that say um i'm going to do that tomorrow i'm going to do this later right. because your, your body wants you to stay in the same habit so it takes you to this extra glorified like if you usually release like x amount of hormones your body at that moment is releasing more on that so you have like a, a positive like a positive stimulus to not want to do it so you have to like go above yourself and it's it's called like he does this whole big thing about being superhuman and like going up beyond your mind to to like break that because once you get to the point where you actually discipline yourself to sit down and do it and make a change then you're going to break that old habit and you're going to get past that otherwise you're just going to fall into the same routine and habit um and he does give like techniques like breathing techniques to help you get over the analytical mind so there are techniques out there i think that that's true but it's not and i, I mean and i do know that like when i do meditate it it helps everything it's amazing but then you kind of um, 
and this is like a, like a flawed thought process exactly, but, and I know it is, but because I know comparison is stupid, but then you kind of look at all these people that like meditate every day for like 40 years or something and they don't like, okay, cool. I bet you they, they feel great, but I don't see, I don't feel like there's any physical rendition of people evolving for, or, or, you know, well, first like, nobody all, really is telepathic and nobody it yet is like completely or nobody is able to, you know, defy physics or, right. you know, I feel like, um, or everybody does seem to still be aging, even though it, yes. you know, it's just like one well, of those things where I'm going like, you need to listen to him because he, he honestly, he listened to some of his stuff. He talks about that too. He's like, we, first of all, the changes that you make in your mind or the changes that you actually make, it takes longer for it to happen in the physical world than it does in the, the physical the, etheric. Yes, exactly. In the, um, what is that called? That plane, like the, um, astral plane or no, not the astral plane, but like the, I don't know. Anyway, the etheric, let's say, but at that level, it's a, the change is already happening, but for it to happen in the physical, it takes longer. So you're also looking at something like, okay, within this speck of time, like you don't see the changes, but you don't really know what's already happening in the quantum field in the quantum field. That's going to play back and change because what happens is if you send a signal out that you want to change something and you start disciplining yourself, like you're like, I want a new job. Right. And you're sending out that message to the quantum field. The quantum field is accepting the message as, as long as you're like feeling and your thought are on the same page about it and it's at the right vibration. It goes out into the quantum field. The quantum field picks it up and gives it back to you but it's not going to give it back to you the way you expect because it's gone through all of these other waves and it's gone through all of this other system. And so when it comes back to you, it's in a different form and that's part of the beauty of it. It's not always the way you imagine it to be. Mm. So it's still happening. And then he does talk about like, if you sat down for meditation and you're not changed after it, like pretty much you just sat there with your eyes closed for like an hour, you know, like you actually have to change. If you didn't get past your analytical mind, then you didn't really meditate. You just sat there right. and you're reflected, which is cool, but that's not like actually making change in your brain. So he talks about all that scientifically. It's pretty amazing stuff because I'm like, I was thinking about actually him and his work. I'm like, I think that he may be one of the 3000 or whatever, but like, I think that some of those, like a lot of people that are talking about what's happening in the quantum field are, is like, what's happening. Like, like, like now where we're, we're starting to break the prison walls for ourselves. Like we're so, breaking out. I mean, I listened like two or three times to that meditation that you had sent me on WhatsApp, but, and that was him. First of all, his voice is not my favorite, but I love everything he's saying. But like, yeah. you know, it's, so it's, it's hard for me because it's like, it's like, it's a little bit like. There like, are people on YouTube that do his meditations with like British accents or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Cause that, <laughs> cause his, cause the, the words he's saying are so powerful, but it's just like, there is another part of me that's like, ugh. Like a little resistant to him. There's yeah, a yeah. little resistance. Yeah. Totally. Um, which I have that with a lot of, of different speakers or whatever, but, um, but I still recognize like he's a smart man. Um, so you bought a system, right? You bought like a meditation from him, right? Well, the one that I sent you, that was it. I bought it, a couple of his books. It's been taking me a okay. long time to read his books because they're very dry, but 
the one that I want to get to is called Being Supernatural. That's his latest. He's on, he's on, um, yeah, so you Gaia. watch a lot of him because, like, a lot of people talk about. So you watch Gaia. You watch him. On he's on, He's got a series on Gaia. They're they're only half an hour, and it's like taking a long time to get to the point. But everything that he says is cool. But you're like, I just wish I could. I should have just like waited to the end of the series and watched them all at one time because like, <laughs> right instead better. of yeah, like every week being like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is just like a tiny build off the last one, a tiny build. Um, but I was thinking about doing one of his courses, but the courses, you know, they're expensive and you have to like decide that that's what you want to do, you know? See, that's the thing is, it's like, there's so many of these people that I follow that are doing courses now. And it's like, they're all like 200, $300 and you're going like, I can't like just do, I, I, I you know, you have to pick who you want to go with. Right. And, it's, and stick with it. That's the other thing. Like for me. It's like actually going through with it. Like if I finish his first book, like that's going to be a huge, a huge like deal. Cause I can't, I can, I feel like I start something and never finish it. Oh, well, it's like, it's like Brian gave me that $2,000 consulting course thing. Right. And I did the week one and I was really disciplined with it. And then I, you know, haven't come back. I mean, I will, it's only been like two weeks, but, um, right you know, but I'd still, I thought like I would have just it's gone through the whole six week course in six right. weeks. It's going to take me like two months to go through that whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I know it's a lot of that, like self-disciplining and just doing it. Um, wait, there was one other thing that I wanted to say that he says, like, not just about the self-disciplining. Oh, being clear about your intention. And they all say this, like that's a huge thing for the manifesting thing, which is what I was thinking about with the whole issue. This is how I interpreted that last part. Is these are not located in space or time, but they can create space, place participle, um, part, particles in space. So my thought was like, that's manifesting. If you're placing particles in space, then you're actually- Yeah, that's instant manifestation. That's like, yeah, okay, I've just uh, made yeah. my house, you know, like I bought that house or whatever. Create energy and shape particles into forms, blah, blah, blah. So, so then I was thinking um, he, that a lot of that is just having to be clear about your intention. And that is one of my biggest downfalls. I, I mean, speaking of like looking at myself and finding that, like that, for me, I'm always like, I'm not sure which direction I want to go in. I don't know what to do. And I don't know if I use that as like a self mechanism for just staying in the I don't know because I don't want to step up to it if there's something darker that I need to look at. But I always feel like I'm in this state of confusing of not knowing where to go next. Yeah. Not knowing what yeah. to do. Should I make videos? Should I do this? Like, and so they say you just have to put out an intention that you really want to do and and put it out there and then follow through with it and take like little steps towards it. And you'll see the universe starting like, you know, making all these like, Oh wow, that was a coincidence or that was like, um, you know, like confirmation. I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense. But I, I yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. Like ultimately I'm just kind of going like, I do yeah. think there is value and not just value. I mean, like, I do think like the answer is going to be like really going within, but for me, it is like, I almost feel like there's some extra technique and maybe that's just another distraction to keep me from going in more. But, um, I, I feel like there's when, if, if I, if I try to meditate without guided meditation, I just literally am alone, nothing else, no tools, no mala beads, no nothing. Don't even try to, to do, um, a mantra. I, I 
get nowhere. I my it's just my brain just like races really. It's, One of my friends said the same thing this weekend to me. She said I have to go guided guided meditation. Sorry to interrupt you because she said like the person that she's listening to is like we're not monks. So you can't use a monk meditation. You have to use different types of meditation for your everyday existence in life. And okay, guided yeah. meditation. Seems for me, like the only time I actually feel like I get more out of it is with an aid. I have to have some, an aid, you know, like I have to have like a, like a guided meditation, like, like a guided meditation or some music or, or even if I, even if I give myself the task of like, okay, I'm going to do a healing on myself. Like, and instead of thinking about like, just like trying to think, clear my head, I start going and putting light energy into each chakra and moving it in and out. Like that's a task I'm giving myself, clearing, I think I can do that. Like, cause at least it's like, it's something that we're working on and visualizing, but I can't like, if I'm just supposed to sit clear and even if I'm trying to receive, I just, I, I can't. Like, I, I like that though, that we're not monks. We need to, you yeah, know. Yeah, we have different techniques. Yeah. And like, it's funny because, you know, there was a whole time when monks were sustaining the vibration of probably the, you know, of the, of the, of the world or whatever, but they were meditating in these obscure places, right? But that was easier in a way. I mean, not to say that what they did was easy, but they didn't have to deal with like children or airplanes or like people's families like they went there and they were secluded right away from everybody yeah so that's just not the reality of today's world so why are we trying to be a monk we're not monks so let's just try to actually bring what like that's like an, an energy into our everyday lives and then actually that will kind of spill out to the rest of the world you know we'll, we'll share our energy with other people so. well there's this there's this guy that i um i told you he's like the crate i sent you that daniel scranton guy who's like does this channeling stuff, but, he, but I always read his stuff instead of watch it. But um, he did this video where he talked about like before he started channeling, which he didn't mean the channel, it just like happened to him. But he he said that he never ascribed to like this meditation thing where you have to sit up in a certain way, and you have to do this, and you have to. He's like he's like for him he he would do it before. He's like what was the only thing I could consistently always do would be like before I would go to bed, before I would go to sleep, I'd be on my back laying down. doesn't matter if my, if I wasn't completely symmetrical in my body or whatever, but he's like, it was almost like, um, an intentional, um, as it was an intentional moment. He took like 20 to 20, like 15 to 20 minutes before bed where just like when he was like, yeah, like just bring in light and intentionally like breathe and be present. He was just trying to do that. And he said that that's when he started hearing the channeling voices. This was sort of getting consistent with that. But he said, that yeah. is just doing, he's like, that's something that anybody can do. And right. I thought about it and I thought to myself, you know, I used to, when I was a little kid, even probably up till I was like 24, I would pray before I went to sleep every night. Yeah, me too. Me too. Up until about the same age. No. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened to me after that age. I think like I had a big religious debate with this guy and he was an atheist and I, I don't know. I, I, I just sort of, I kind of, I kind of lost my connection at that point when I was about around that age. Um, but even, even if I believed or didn't believe, I still would just lay out everything to this like invisible being and 
just, you know, I, it was almost like it was like a daily dump. It was like a daily journal dump that I would give like a prayer. Um, and I would have like a conversation with, with God in my head. And then I just kind of, I don't know, like I said, I just eh, like, haven't done that like since I was that yeah. age, but it was, it was actually pretty therapeutic. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I hear you. I did the same, the same thing, not probably like a conversation, but I had like mantra prayers that I would do. And while I was doing them, I would think about different people like my family members and I would just be like, Oh, I'm going to like this. Cause if I, if I did like the rosary in my head, like I'd be go through all the Hail Marys or like a lot of them. And then I would think about like one person while I was doing each one and like sending them like, Oh, let me think about this person. So I was really concentrated besides the fact that hopefully I was sending them some kind of good energy, mm -hmm. but like I used to do that pretty consistently. And then I don't know what happened. <laughs> I just didn't I do that. I guess I was tired and fell asleep. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> this was like I'm going to bed. And as soon as I got bed. But yeah, it's it is good to do those like I think practices. Yeah, because it gets you into the zone more than anything. And it's like I fully well know that um I've been doing this app a lot, this remote viewing app that I, I meant to send that to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a screenshot and send it to you doing that today. Okay. Um and it's one of those things where I I think like our psychic muscle is a muscle and it's been atrophied and not just right. psychic, but like also our connection to, um, I was back, I was looking at some notes of that energy, that alien energy healing class I did like last October in Taos. And it was like, he said that you're, you're, when you take three deep breaths and close your eyes and put your hand on your heart, he said, the thing is, is like, and, and it, like usually it'd be, it's amazing if you could be alone with that. But if you can do just three deep breaths, hand on your heart, eyes closed, he said, you ask yourself a question. It's like, if it's a long explanation, that's your mind. If it's mm -hmm. something that comes to you in like very short, concise messages instantly, that's your heart. He's like, you need to tap into the heart. The mm -hmm. heart is where that is where the other your higher selves and everything else will be speaking through you they don't give you essays they give you <laughs> right. one words art right. like yeah like a picture or something or yeah yeah, yeah. and cool. i'm kind of like know, that oh makes sense. that makes sense yeah because the rest of it's analytical it's us like going through all of the details of it and it's your ego getting in the way and going exactly. oh this is how i'm processing all this information right right exactly where yeah. then it's just like boom this is the information yep yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to practice that tonight. I'm going to see if I remember.